You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. From the Pacific to the Rocky Mountains and around the world, you're listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast, episode 309. We are three real-world developers who make a living with the PHP programming language, which we use to write tomorrow's legacy code today. We live stream every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific time. And you too can participate in this live stream by joining our Discord at discord.phpugly.com. We have a bunch of great listeners hang out who hang out in there all week long and keep the party going. We'd like to thank a few groups for making this stream just a little bit better. First, we'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon. Uh, you can check that out at patreon.com slash phpugly. And we also have a couple of... Sponsors, HoneyBadger.io and Cloudways. And we'll talk about all that a little bit more, as well as everything will be in our show notes. Our sponsors, our Patreons, all, all of our individual Patreons, if you want to hunt them down and find out what the hell's wrong with them. And any links we share in the show will be in our show notes, either in the audio podcast or later on the YouTube video as well. But for now... Allow me to introduce myself. I am your humble host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight is John Congdon. I can't wait to hear about this outfit of yours, and I haven't seen Sarah in a long time, and she's here with us tonight. And Tom right up. Hello! From a different Tom, location. We, we, we are actually all on the left coast today, huh? How's Silicon Valley treating you? Oh, it is, it is nuts. It is Lots of work. It is lots of stuff. People. Turns out I'm not <laughs> not much of a, per, a people person, but uh, boy, yeah, it's been going nonstop. I'm uh, right here across from the Googleplex, and I've been doing a little sightseeing, seeing all the different gigantic companies around the town. It's so well, you might you might you might want to make your way to uh, the Twitter building and see if people are like jumping out of the windows there yet. No, they're being thrown out of the windows. They're being <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, I cut you off. We'll get to that later, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's smaller than I thought it would be. Uh, everything's like real tightly packed in here. It's I, been, it's been jeez. 15 years or more. Like I got to visit the Googleplex back in 2006, 2007, I think. And I, it's just been forever. I got to go when they launched Google checkout. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I got curious and pulled up Zillow and found a really nice place. Uh, just outside of town, uh, two bedroom, one bath for $450,000. Uh, and it's nice because you can tour the whole house from one photograph because it's a trailer. <laughs> um, the next best I could do for an actual like house 
started at 1.5 million. So it's a little expensive here. My, it sounds like San Diego. It's expensive here too. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not much more expensive than San Diego, but it's a little more expensive than Colorado Springs. But it's so far, it's been great. Uh, I've been on Castro Street, which has a thousand restaurants. You'd love it, uh, John, because everything's fucking vegan. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, you you said it's be. been a a lot of work. Have you got to have any fun other than touring on your own? Is the company putting together things for you to be doing? Tonight was the uh, Halloween party. And I was pretty party-ish. Um, we didn't have, we don't have a lot of... You, you went as a developer. I did. Yeah, you, you pull it off. I've got the look. <laughs> um, what did you go as? No, just me, really. Yeah. It was a long day, and I didn't a, have any... A stressed-out introvert. That's what he went as. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so it was... Uh, it's It's been pretty wild. It's been pretty fun, but wild. And not a whole lot of activities on this trip, um, because I have a gigantic project that I'm the lead on. So... More importantly, on that. more importantly, have you talked to them about sponsoring tech yet? I have not. So I was <laughs> going to bring that up on Friday just in case they threw me out of the office. <laughs> just send them this episode. Like, hey, you guys should watch this. Start it like uh, five minutes hold in. On. Let's see how drunk he gets by the end of the episode. You might not want to do that. <laughs> listen to listen from like five minutes to ten minutes into the show. Yeah, and then turn it off, please. Uh, apparently, a lot of the uh, or a few of the uh, other developers here do listen to the show. So, hi. <laughs> I just I just saw you guys. <laughs> But we're not going to name any names. No. Bob. <laughs> so what is this? Is Bob. What is this with your costume here or whatever that is you're doing? It's, it's just uh, my, according to his kid, it's a little outfit. It's a little outfit. I got my, I got my little jackal thing on here. Got my fancy shirt. Fancy, fancy shirt. Got the hat on today. I'm decked out today. You this really are. I mean to yeah, because I care. I care about the show and I care about the listeners. Unlike you jerks who don't do anything. <laughs> I That's going to be a running theme tonight. I, I, feel I, like. I came dressed up as a PHP architect. I am yeah. a PHP architect. You are a PHP architect. Not only because you own the company. Well, and, you're because you're, and because you're a PHP architect. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, Sarah. You do look like Guy Fieri. I don't know if that's Who's a, that? that's not a question. Me, Tom, a or, Tom or I? I I'm going I'm with you. I, I was going with Eric. Yeah. Not as much a question as just a mean statement. <laughs> How does that mean? <laughs> outside of his, outside of the what he cooks, I think he's a pretty cool guy. Is he the one that goes bam? No. Is that the guy fear? Oh, that's no. not him. Oh no, that that's uh uh what's his name? Emerald Lagasse. Emerald, yeah. Bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Guy Guy Fiera, is that his name? That's the guy who yeah. ruins all the great dive rest dive places to eat in yes. local towns. Yes. Like, everywhere that guy goes. Oh in OB here in San Diego, we had uh what what's the burger place called? I forget now. Uh, Slater's 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 fifty fifty. No, not Slater's. What'd you say, Tom? McDonald's. No. Oh, shut up. Ruined. Anyways, uh, Hodads. 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 I, I don't know yeah. why that, that escaped my mind. We had a great little burger place here called Hodads. San Diegans knew about oh, OB was kind of like the, the locals beach and Mission Beach was like the tourist beach. So like some locals came to OB and we had this great little burger place called Hodads. And this guy jerk restaurant guy came and did a thing talking about how great their burgers were and now nobody can get in there and have a burger. It's like before they're they all open, over the place. A, what are you talking about? Well, they are now. Mm. They've gotten so big time now, they're actually in the stadium. They're in the Petco Park, but when he did his restaurant thing, there was just the one. That's what I'm talking about, John. It's, it's before started- your crappy I, time here in san diego yeah i didn't realize it started in ob i i thought that one downtown was the original because it's so small you think the one downtown is small the one downtown is huge you should go to the one in ob hmm. the one in ob is small that's right they don't have anything i really want anymore oh whatever anyways <laughs> we uh we used to be able to like walk in the back door when we lived in ob we'd walk in the back door and just sit down and have a shake and Burger and those days are gone forever. John, how was your week though? Oh, let's see. Busy, busy, busy. I, I'm spending way too long on this project and it's driving me nuts, but it's uh, an event sourcing project. I'm for the most part enjoying it, but hitting some snags. Then I'm constantly dealing with support issues for code. I wrote like many, 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 many years ago now. And out of the goodness of my heart yesterday, I'm like, this issue has been cropping up where bad data is causing issues. So I figured, why don't I write this few lines of code? If there's a bad phone number on the contact, move it immediately, like just bypass a bunch of uh, crap within the code. Everyone bought into it. Everyone liked it, got released. And of course I wake up at 6am this morning to the house is on fire. Everyone's pissed off. This doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. The code itself worked fine, except when you import contacts into the contact manager, it was doing this check before putting the phone number onto the record. So at the point it was doing the check, there were no phone numbers, so it thought the contact was bad and did what it was supposed to do, which <laughs> was not good. So that was that was my fun morning. I got to. Oh, why? It was, I haven't heard from you all week. It, well, no, that was just today. That that was a hot fix that moved one line of code up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> move this one line of code, and everything was happy again <laughs> no i mean you haven't heard from me yes not because of that specific thing but just customer service problems people constantly asking you know 
this isn't working the way I expected to, or can you research this? So it's just cool. always nonstop. All right. Well, I've week? had a fun week, I guess. I mean, I've been refactoring some code, uh, another developer's code. I've been kind of diving in and refactoring a little bit. Um, been working a lot on front end stuff, which I tell you what, man, I just do not have the freaking skill set to do front end. It's horrible. Tailwind brings me as close as I can possibly be at creating good front end, but I am so far off from being efficient, good, being able to see the vision. Like when I code, I can like, I have a vision of what I'm coding. Like I can see where I want to get to. I cannot do that with front end development. And my dog is down. Can you hear my dog? Yes. She has this big bone that she's just hammering against my chair right now, trying to get my attention so that I'll play tug of war with her. And she's driving. But um, send her her to the other end of the wing, like the East wing while you're recording. (laughs) I'm uh I'm just struggling trying to get some some front end work done and make it look pretty. I I don't know, man. I, I just wish I was better at it. I wish it I wish it came more naturally to me, but it Roger Ra is saying Figma first and Figma has its place, but we're not designers. It's more about getting the functionality more than anything. Right. And like the Figma, I mean even the Figma, it's like I can't like, I can't visualize how I want things to lay out. You know, all I do is start flipping through templates and I'm like, okay, let me try, let me try putting this little nugget, you know, on, on my site and see if this works. And that, like I said, that's where Tailwind has brought me a long way because I can, I, I can kind of process Tailwind and <laughs> then you understand should, it. You should see my, my, uh, my site for my presentation next week. It is absolutely terrible. What what presentation are you doing next week, John? I will be giving no, a presentation. I don't think I've heard anything about this. I don't know. I will be at Longhorn PHP next week doing a presentation on event sourcing. Longhorn? Yes. Is that a conference? That is a conference. That is a conference in Texas. But it'll be fun. I'm I'm excited. We have, I know we have a couple listeners that are going to be there. I'm looking forward to meeting. We have them. a lot of PHP architect people who are going to be there. A lot. So yeah. that's that's something. But yeah. you know where else they're going to be? Hopefully. So we have issues, John. We need to start a, a marketing campaign blitz immediately. As everybody knows, we're excited to have PHP Tech coming back to Chicago. May 16th through the 18th. And we've been talking about this for a while. It's been no secret. We've made it very clear. May 16th through the 18th is when tech is going to be in Chicago. So, uh, so yeah, today, uh, Taylor tweets that he's bringing back Laricon and he's thinking, I don't know, April, May, not sure when. <laughs> and he's bringing it. This, this is how much he hates me now. This is how much Taylor hates me now. He's bringing it to Nashville. You know who lives in Nashville, John? Tom, do you know? Can you guess? Mm. That's right. Fucking Ben Ramsey. 
<laughs> this is all a goddamn conspiracy against me. Ben Ramsey is out to end my career. I know it. Damn it. Hate that guy. But yeah, yeah, I'm actually very worried. Matter of fact, you can see see my my little tweet here down here. I'm like, please not me. Please, I beg of you. I beg of you. We've we've been I talking talk to we've been talking to him about tech. He knows about tech. Yeah, that makes it hurt that much more. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Yeah, it's not like it was a secret to him. But yeah, whatever. Man's got to do what the man's got to do, I guess. But yeah, I'm really hoping he doesn't do it in May. I'm gonna be really bummed if he does it in May. Um, but. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, even April is going to suck if he doesn't in April. Uh, but whatever, man. I, I, I am, I am. I don't know about you, John, but I am honestly kind of like after this first year, like physically exhausted and drained, trying to get people excited about PHP Architect, PHP Tech. I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record talking about it, and it's. It's tough, man. You see things like that, and it's like, I can't, we can't get any love, man. We can't get any love. I swear. It's hard. It does seem to be that way. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Uh, but what about you, Tom? What about, what about you? What sort of love have you been feeling at the mothership? I... I very quickly got put in charge of a very large project and then told that the deadline was January 1st and that yes, there are several vacation times for the entire staff between that period of time. So it's, it's more like a three, more like a seven week, span of time that I actually have to work on this very large, important thing. And, uh, but it's Greenfield. Very excited about that. Yeah, I love the Greenfield, man. I love the Greenfield. Love the Greenfield. I get, I tell you, the, I get terrified the, the by Greenfield. Greenfield. Oh, why? It's so wonderful. Uh, but the, the, I, I will say today, so the Greenfield app I'm working on has, one, two, three, four different components to it, all individual applications. So it's like a it's like a microservice thing, right? Uh, and there's four individual servers running four applications uh, that all need to work together to get this to get the overall application working. And API driven, obviously. The, the 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 main part that I did was like the heart of the app, which is all the APIs that kind of bring everything together. It's the event sourcing app that John was helping with. You've heard me talk about this for, for months now, the stuff we worked on. And like I said, uh, that, that was the thing I was cleaning up. Uh, one of the other services, which is a, which is a front end, uh, a, a B2C front end. Um, I was cleaning up that front end a little bit and we were having some issues because that front end was having problems talking to another service, another microservice we'd built for payment processing. And I realized like all these microservices are so challenging to debug. I mean, it's like trying to figure out is a 
breaking in the front end code? Is it breaking in the application, uh, the the uh, remote API call code? Is it not actually breaking, but it's working as it's supposed to, and something else is wrong? Which is, which was really what the problem was. They kept so so. This is a greenfield app, and we're just bringing it up. So obviously, we got to do things like better error handling and things like that. But like the message we were getting back was very confusing because we were actually getting back a successful message from the API, but it made it look like it was wasn't able to process the the payment and it wasn't i mean i guess technically it wasn't able to process the payment but it wasn't for the reason that it should have been it wasn't because the credit card it was a whole nother reason and it really should have reported that and it didn't report it correctly which again we we know we have to go back and go back and do air handling and i've got to apologize to listeners again i, I said this is going to be a running theme and i mean it I care about you guys a lot. I do a lot of work on the podcast, and I take a lot of pride in it. These jerks, they show up, and they they talk, and they disappear. Whatever. I was listening to last week's podcast, and I heard myself try to explain the new strict mode that Laravel had, and I couldn't. I wanted to punch myself in the face. If had I not <laughs> been driving, I might have punched myself in the face. I. I just, I can't stand the way I try to explain things. It's so frustrating to me. I wanted to apologize to that. And on that note, that very strict mode, I told you guys I enabled that strict mode on this application, this Greenfield application I was working on, and it saved my ass right out the gate. So as I'm sitting here trying to, um, try, trying to test and and development. So I'm trying to make sure all the components work together. I I had enabled strict mode and all of a sudden I started getting this error that um, version was not a defined column. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've been, you know, I've been testing these API endpoints for months now. I, you haven't complained about this yet. What, what do you mean? And what I've been doing, I, I, I explained this to you guys before. If you haven't listened to a past show, been doing a lot of event sourcing. One of the things I do in event sourcing is I'll project the data to other tables for other applications to read. Maybe I'll index them differently. Maybe I'll organize the data differently. It doesn't matter. It's a projected table. All the real data is in the stream. But anyways, I have these projected tables. This is a Laravel application. So the projected tables have their models. And when I project t- data out to a table, I usually capture the version the st- version number of the stream so that I can tell looking at data if it's from the current version of the stream or not. So I could say, hey, this is actually three versions behind. It's I put it in there for debugging. So I know I've been putting it, putting in this version call and I've been passing data to it. Haven't had this problem. Well, one of the strict modes we talked about, and I, the names forget me now, but one of the strict modes was something about, um, about attributes, about, uh, uh, or maybe, maybe this would have fallen under the fillable one. Anyways. Sounds like it'd be the fillable one. The fillable one. I'm passing the version number to this model this whole time thinking that this model is capturing the version number, I enable strict mode 
And now it's telling me, oh, hey, version isn't on this table. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I go look, and sure enough, the goddamn version column wasn't on this one projected table. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. So it was an easy fix. I mean, I just updated the migration, but but, I, but you I said you were looking. You were already looking at it, and it was in there prior, or were you looking at other projections and just assumed other other projections? I I know I had been adding it to all my projections because you know again that was my thinking behind it. I wanted to keep track of the version. So when it said that it wasn't there, I'm like, well, it's got to be there. I'm adding it to all the tables. Why wouldn't I not? Why would I not have added it to this one? Either I had in, in you know, one of the refactorings that got pulled out of a migration somewhere. I don't know. There's, I, I'm not sure if it had been in there and got pulled out. Because, again, Greenfield application, we're constantly changing table structures, even on the projected tables. So we, we're constantly doing complete, you know, migrate fresh migrations to rerun all, all of our migration. So I haven't really gotten to the point now where I'm moving migrations forward. I am actually, as of today, we'll probably be there because uh, we are deploying the application to servers for the client to test. So probably starting today, I will stop rewriting migrations and just do my whole migrations moving forward thing. But yeah, the the version wasn't there, and had I not enabled that strict mode, it, so it wasn't for, it for wasn't sure. breaking. It just wasn't getting the data into the table, right? Right, right. Laravel was just ignoring it. It was like, oh, there's no version column, so you know, I'm not you know, going to. Interestingly, Laravel nine three seven came out this week, and they added a new model handler for missing attribute violation and discarded attribute violations. So you can write your own custom handlers in case that happens. Oh, interesting. Hey, that's a great idea, John. John, I, I just had like a 5,000 level plan. We go through all the call for papers. We accept all the call for papers from anybody in the Laravel community. They can't have a Laracon if they don't have speakers. <laughs> we will bring them all to tech. I'm guessing you they know, already have their speakers. Coming to tech, baby. What? I'm guessing they already have their speakers. And you're telling me that if Nuno didn't, if Nuno submitted a, a an application to you, you wouldn't just immediately accept it without reading it. We, I, I, I would not. <laughs> You you would not read it or you would not accept it. I would not accept it without reading it. No, Eric would. Like it, it's it's got no. It's it's going to go through the same. We're not when we go to do the reviews. We're not looking at who's submitting. One hundred percent. I'm looking. One hundred percent. Fly that guy here. Nuno has got a new package out that's really got me interested. I should have I should have added this to the show notes. He's he's uh, released a package to interact with Open API. Or I'm sorry, Open API. So, so Open AI. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Saw that. But, but 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 a person we may have been talking about has submitted a couple of options. Oh, I've seen I've seen quite a few people submitted uh, quite a few options that I'm very excited about. I haven't seen this. Send me this. Negative. <laughs> Negative. 
I'm amazed that I'm, I tell you what I haven't seen. I haven't seen your submission yet, Tom. My submission yet, because I've been busy. It's Whatever. been open for six weeks now. What are you talking about? You've been busy. You were unemployed what? and you didn't s- submit. What are you talking about? That doesn't sound right. I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to speak at tech, please go to tech.phparch.com, click on speakers, and submit your, your ideas. You do not have to be a professional speaker. Look at me. I am talking next week at a conference. Anybody can do it. If I can do it, you can too. Okay, John, but what if they don't want to speak at tech? What if they just want to deploy servers? <laughs> I'm not I'm not that person, man. I'm not that person. All right. All right, we're gonna pay some bills. You, you wanna pay some bills? Is that it? Pay right, some bills. So, so look, I wanted to say a few words about our sponsors. We'll start with Cloudways. We we do appreciate them sponsoring us. Cloudways in particular. If you want to show the show some love try to visit try visiting the link for cloudways phparchitect.com forward slash cloudways and sign up and that lets them know that we sent you there and we hear back from them we they tell us they say hey we've been getting traffic from you guys we appreciate that we'll continue sponsoring you we'll, we'll continue giving some money so consider doing that but until then i'm going to roll this beef beef footage of it's not B. It's <laughs> not how it works. We'd like to thank our partner, Cloudways. We love coding, but managing the server that code runs on can be time-consuming and error-prone. Cloudways offers peace of mind and flexibility so you can focus on growing your business instead of dealing with server management. With Cloudways, you get an optimized stack, managed servers, backups, staging environment, integrated Git, pre-configured composer, 24-7 support, and a choice of five cloud providers, AWS, DigitalOcean, Linode, Google Cloud, and Vulture. Cloudways helps you spend less time managing servers and more time doing what you really want, coding. Simplifying cloud deployment by managing one account and not multiple accounts across multiple cloud platforms. You also see the monthly cost for running your servers, so there's no surprise. Cloudways has all the tools you need to manage your server right there in their interface, or simply SSH into the machine yourself. Sign up for Cloudways today using the promo code PHPARCH, that's P-H-P-A-R-C-H, and get a 20% discount for three months. Or just visit phparch.com forward slash cloudways. That's phparch.com forward slash cloudways. Thank, Thank you, Cloudways. Cloudways. Squirrel! Squirrel! <laughs> what happened? You got to pay attention to Discord at dis- discord.phpugly.com. That's the way it works. You don't have to keep reading it off. I have it down here in the uh, live stream. I'm- Although I guess if you're an audio listener. And yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. If oh, more, any family more members noises. are here at the house and are still awake, if somebody could come either shut my door and lock the dog in here with me or separate the dog and cat, I would appreciate it. This is getting out of <laughs> oh, cat. Don't, oh, don't, don't you have a bell there for the butler to come from the other wings of the house? Yeah, Turns the out you have to pay responding. those people, John. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's going on in Discord? I, I missed all the all the joking around here. 
There's never oh, a joke. Look at, see, look, ter, ter, uh, Sarah's got title suggestions going. That's that's pretty awesome. So does A Woods. A Woods, yeah. See, that's the whole thing. Oh, I think I, that might even be a good. That might even make a good uh, YouTube thumbnail. Me punch myself in the face. That'd be awesome. All right, cool. Thank you, Discord, for being part of the show. So I'm hoping to have a new a new blog post for PHP Arch here soon. Uh, friend of the show, Tim Lytle, is trying to he's putting together this whole package for getting Foamburner to sponsor tech and to bring all the developers out there for an in person meeting. But part of that is, you know, a way to convince your management to send you. And I want to do the same thing for anybody that's listening or on our site. How do you convince your boss to send you to tech? Tech tech single-handedly changed my career path. And not that not. (laughs) Sounds like why your boss wouldn't want to send you to tech. Well, it depends. It depends on how your boss looks at conferences. If they don't appreciate sending you to conferences and don't look at it as making you a better developer to support their business, then you're either going to go and then find something else. Or if they value that, they're going to send you hoping you're going to learn a bunch and bring it back to the company and then value your input to make their whole company better, not just the code itself, but everything better. So it it really does depend on how management views conferences. So the whole point isn't send me so that I can leave your, your stupid company in a couple of years, but (laughs) having, having that foundation of community changes you not that I left where I was at, but it gave me this whole uh, vision of PHP as a community got me going to my local PHP user group. This was well before I left where I was working. So it just made me a better developer overall and helped get me past. um, I can't even, Oh, why can I not think of the words now? I was going to say Stockholm syndrome, but that's not the right one. Um, imposter syndrome. <laughs> in, in, imposter syndrome. <laughs> Might be one in the same, actually. <laughs> it, it helped. I mean, I had imposter syndrome so bad, and I still do at points. But going to PHP Tech back in 2010 helped push me past that a little bit. I, I tell you what, if you want imposter syndrome. Come to a bar in Silicon Valley and just listen in on conversations because Jesus Christ, it is it is nightmarish. I just feel so out of place with these people who are accustomed to all of this gigantic industry stuff. Yeah, it's every day for them. That's no big deal. Yeah, that's that's why you have to pay almost a million dollars for a trailer trailer and can't live in Colorado. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm going back to Colorado. I don't care what anyone says. I've got the home. I've got the homesickness. How long have you been there now? It's your 
four or five days? Yeah, five days. When do you go back? Uh, Saturday, late Saturday. I'm hoping to catch the the Museum of Computer History Saturday before I fly out. Going by yourself or you have plans to go with people? Uh, By myself. I I mentioned it to some of the other developers and was told, I don't like technology. All right, that's fine. I'll go by myself. All right, so we so, talked about it. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Sarah's talking in, in Discord about how to get the most out of a conference. And I tweeted about it today. If you're going to be at Longhorn or Tech when it comes around, come find me and say hi. Like, I definitely want to talk to you. But I am also an introvert. Like, I sometimes tend to go Says hide the in the guy on the podcast. Yeah. But when I get around a lot of people, I do tend to want to go to my, my hotel room and just get away from everything. And I may still do that occasionally, but I also use the opportunity to push myself to try and get out there a little bit. And I remember going to conferences early on and there will be people standing around talking and you should not be afraid to go stand in that circle. You may not say anything at first, but go stand in it and and start listening, and then start talking. That sounds that How sounds like, for you, Tom. Uh, sounds a little like shaming. You shouldn't be afraid. You can't. You're perfectly allowed to be afraid to go you're, stand in no. that circle. Just feel feel welcome to do so. Yeah, you are welcome to to stand in the circle with people, or sit down to lunch at the same table as other people. Don't go find an empty table first. Find a table, sit down, start talking. It's hard. I I remember going to conferences and trying to be outgoing where I would sit down at a table with people. And then sometimes it's like pulling teeth. Like, I really, I want to draw you out of your shell. Like, (laughs) please talk and interact. So it's so awkward just sitting here. I have to say, there was one time where I was at a conference and talking to Eric and someone walked into the circle to say hi, and I just turned around and left. <laughs> so, so Taylor, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel out of place. <laughs> I just didn't didn't it's know what to one do. One of my favorite moments at a conference <laughs> to watch a man crumble like that so quickly. It was like, <laughs> what's happening? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, one of the, one of the things that's, that happens a lot at uh, at this this week that I've been here is I'll be talking tech stuff with a big group of people, and they'll mention something, and I'll be like, "Well, I'll ask Ben about that if you want me to." And they're like, "Who's Ben?" I'm like, "You know, Ben Ramsey." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, no, he's like in our Discord, or like we have lines of communication with him because the podcast stuff and." And I'll, I'll just be name dropping without realizing it at all. Yeah, talking about, like, funny. you know, I love, love Laravel. I'm just not, not a hundred percent with Taylor's released versioning. Like Taylor, who's Taylor? But that's the thing, right? That's the thing about conferences. You, you sit in the, and you eat, you break bread with these people. And half the time you don't even know it's the people you're breaking bread with until you start talking to them and you realize, Oh, they work on internals. Oh, they're that person who did that <laughs> package or this is, this is grumpy insane. programmer. And this is snipey head. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. I one of the funniest stories I ever had was uh, Grumpy. I, uh, I I don't even think I couldn't. I could not have been podcasting back then. And uh, Grumpy had the podcast with Ed Fink, Dev uh, Hell, Dev Hell, Dev Hell, and uh, listen to it. There were there were a few podcasts back there. Cal had his uh, Voices of the Elephant podcast, and there were a few PHP podcasts back then. Uh, we 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 clearly raised the bar when we hit the market, <laughs> but this was before all that. And uh, I think this was the first tech that you took me to, John, and. Um, I sit there and I see Grumpy, and I'm like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, you know, hey, uh, you know, I just want to let you know, I, I, I listen to your podcast all the time. I, I, I really like, you know, what you're saying, and I, I enjoy getting inside. He goes, oh, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Grumpy grabs my laptop out of my hand, slaps on a Dev Hell sticker, and I, I wasn't a sticker guy on the laptop at the time, and he does that. I'm like. Thank you very much, Grumpy. Appreciate that. Motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Thanks. I'm I'm, I'm always very self. I'm always. I always think of that story when I run into somebody and they ask me for stickers. I'm like, I just hand them the sticker. I'm not going to go like assuming you want me to slap it on your on your laptop or anything. I'll just hand it to you. You deal with it as you please. <laughs> to to put it on a laptop that has no stickers is way different than just slapping it on one that has a bunch of stickers. To, to his defense, I did have a shell. I, I was always a shell person, so I did have a shell. It was, it was a Mac. And I always bought the shells for the Mac. So it was a black shell. It was clean. It was pristine. There were no stickers on it. And then, bam, there was a Dev Hell sticker. <laughs> so, speaking of stickers, if, did you end up getting into me? If you run into me, I'll do that. I've got, you I've got one good. sticker here. This is our current sticker. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, me too. I got a rainbow sticker. We need a rainbow sticker. Just an A with rainbow colors in it. I'm fine with that. Make it happen. Yeah, I got to order stickers. Damn, I don't think I'm going to have them for Longhorn. That's fine. I, I have some. Not a lot. Yeah, I haven't even gotten down to San Diego and with enough time to even go into storage to see if I can even scrounge any up. Yeah, I need I to get know. out there. Maybe I will. I, I really have to get my. Uh, I should probably start working on my presentation for next week. That'd be a good. I idea. mean, you might you might want to you know at least get some bullet points jotted down to talk about. <laughs> I'll try one or two. So uh, when do you when do you fly out next week? Thursday. Oh, no show? Or are you going to try to do it from the hotel room? I don't know because the speaker dinner is Thursday night. Oh boy! So I is may not be difference? here next week. It's two hours. Uh, maybe an it's hour. Two, two two from here. Yeah. See, that's so, fine. So you have to do it at eleven o'clock. Yeah. There's a chance I will be on the show very drunk because I will have been on the plane. I will have been at a speaker dinner. I will have been socializing. 
Right. Couldn't so, be any worse than when you were high. True. Tom does not let you forget shit, does he? I'm fine with that. that. It was just a still picture of him on the entire feed. The whole feed was just a still picture. That's all right. I'm good with it. I got some cookies here. I've been meaning to try, but I haven't yet. All right. Actually, that's not true. I did try. I did try them a couple weekends ago. So. And they're not that is, that is one intimidating thing about being here. A lot of fit people. I ran into one of my coworkers in the uh, in the lobby, and he was all sweaty. And I asked him if he hit up the sauna. He says, "No, I was just working out." He's like, <laughs> "Oh, cool. Yeah, me too." <laughs> I walked yeah, up the I stairs. Mean, I walked- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I walked up the three stairs from that, you know, the sunken lobby just to get to the elevator. Yeah. It is It is All a right. nice hotel. I don't know if you can see much of it here, but <clears throat> it's a very nice hotel. They've got that glass bathroom thing going on, though. Yeah, they I, all have that now. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So speaking of glass bathrooms... Uh, I said, like I said, I wanted to say a little something about all of our uh, sponsors, uh, HoneyBadger.io. They are the glass bathroom of the monitoring world. Wait, did that did that transition <laughs> for you? Oh, did that work? That was yeah. not a good. <laughs> no, that was. Honey Badger has been with us as a sponsor, probably. No, not probably. Honey Badger has been with us longer than any other sponsor we've had. Three years with the exception now. Of the architect itself. So. Uh yeah, we we appreciate Honey Badger and we we are honestly if they weren't sponsoring us we would still use them and we would still be trying to direct more and more clients to We it, still to them. pay them for their product even <laughs> though they're it's still a net loss for us, right? They sponsor us but we pay more for their for their product. But it's fine. It's fine. We're okay with that. <laughs> I wish I wish they had a referral. I wish they had a referral link for us like uh, Cloudways did because I feel like I I've pointed so many people to Honey Badger over the years, um, but yeah. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit more about Honey Badger. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. Honey Badger offers exception uptime and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, HoneyBadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to HoneyBadger.io and start your trial today. Thank, Thank you, you HoneyBadger. Thank you, HoneyBadger. <laughs> I, got a, I got a cat in my office. So the dog's been taken care of. Somehow the cat got locked in my office. And now she's playing with something. I can, or He's playing with something. I can't figure out where the hell he's at. Weird. You figure it out when the mic cuts uh, out. Too much. The smell of burnt hair comes through. What? Oh. 
That wouldn't. Uh, so you want to hear something weird? Yes. John, you, you, you're, you're going to really appreciate this. Uh, my uh, one kid. So I, I had one kid move out move as far away from us as they possibly could and still stay in the state of California. So I, you know, I don't, I'm not reading too much into that. I'm just saying it's, it's a fact. Well, you, my other you, kid, which is a stolen moped. So what, what, which is, I mean, you know, again, John, you, you might be able to appreciate this Tom, but John, you know, you have the youngest kids to think that they're one day going to do this to you. Oh, fingers crossed. I know I know where the damn cat is. It's driving me crazy. The cat is under is under a chair in my office. And focus, focus. Hey, we're doing a show. So anyways, my other kid purchased a car this week. Oh which is so bizarre. I I have never pur- purchased a new car. I have never owned a new car. I've always owned used cars, and uh, they purchased a, a new car this week. Uh, that's crazy. That reminds me, you you know Matt Frost, right? In the community, yeah. He tweeted he tweeted out recently that he was driving and pulled up behind one of his kids that was driving, and it was just a weird experience. <laughs> How bizarre is that? Yeah, that's so, also really well, bizarre. That's yeah. Too. Or or going to a bar and running into your kid is like. What? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Should you be here? I uh, I I drove past my. It's weirder. I drove past my daughter the other day and saw that she was leaving for work. And two seconds later, she called. And goes, hi! I just saw you. So what? Of course, what do we say? You're Get not, the fuck you're, off you're, your phone. You're, you're driving. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. But you answered your phone. <laughs> Because she was just gonna sit there and call again, and uh, my wife answered the phone. She was a passenger; it was safe. Okay. Yes, you are correct. You should not be on your phone. You no. are driving. Speaking of the advertisers, I I did get asked a couple times this week how much I make from the podcast. Do I like do I make good money on the podcast? We don't make anything it, on the podcast. <laughs> it's I always give the same answer. I say, listen, okay, this is more about friends reconnecting after after moving away from each other. This is this isn't about money for us or no, we don't, you know, we we make sort of operational costs and then I go cry for a while and Hey no. operational costs is no no low bar, man. I, I'm very happy to, that like the services we use, you know, aren't coming out of pocket anymore. But yeah, it would be nice. It's it's a running joke in in my family. Whenever like the the kids bring somebody new over the house, I'm like, listen, your friends are probably going to recognize that I'm a podcaster. Let's, <laughs> let's just let them know to calm down. I'm just a normal person like anybody <laughs> else. I just happen to be podcasting. And loved by millions. I I, I put on my hey, can, I put on my Versace pants one leg at a time. Can, can we? Are, are we allowed to? Are, since we broadcast live on YouTube, are we allowed to say we're YouTubers too? I don't see why not. We're streamers, I believe. Now I think we can say we're streamers. Yeah, I mean, like we're if I load up if I load up Solitaire right now, technically we're gamer streamers. 
There you go. All right, so listen, I want to get back to this because we alluded to it earlier. Uh, Elon Musk officially owns Twitter now. That has finally... So Is he firing executives or are they quitting? I thought I thought they were quitting. Some quit. Some have been fired. He straight up fired the top two. Yeah. Well, I I thought the top two quit and then he fired the lawyer. Yeah. No. What I saw was the CEO and CFO left. Right. That's that was my understanding as well. I believe they were asked to leave. Okay. Well, whatever. Elon Musk now owns Twitter, so that's that's a thing. Let's let's see where this goes. This can't this can't possibly be bad. I I am yeah. I'm interested in seeing what happens. Yeah, to a point. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's really bad timing with the Kanye West situation. Oh, dude, <laughs> what the hell? Like. It's so this just, is what we talked about, we right? We, we said we're not going to talk politics on right. the show, and you can't. You can't not talk about it anymore because tech and politics have woven together so tightly. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's tech being technology, bizarre. not PHP tech. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know the Kanye story, John? I know oh, only because I don't watch news. I only know about it because I watched the Casey Neistat video on it today. Well, okay, so there's a there's a bit of a twist on the Kanye story that doesn't get a lot of coverage. But he started hanging out with Candace Owens, who is a notoriously horrible person. And then he started saying stuff that got him banned on Twitter. And then he started saying he was going to buy Parler because it's a real it's the real free speech platform. But what people don't realize is Parler, which is just hemorrhaging money, the CEO is Candace Owens' husband. Right. So it's like uh, it's I was wondering very, if you were going to get to that. It's very, very clearly a total grift. Like just a sucker's game. And it's awful. And I mean, aside from everything else that he's doing that's awful, which is a lot, just the whole situation. And he he showed up at uh, the Skechers corporate office and had to be escorted out today or yesterday. Skechers or Adidas? Adidas Skechers. No, so Adidas dropped him and said that they're going to destroy all of the unsold stock. And so so he went to... The Skechers corporate office, which is, anyways, he he shows up unannounced at the Skechers corporate office for some reason, and they just straight up had to like remove him from the building. It, it's yeah. it's nuts. It's a crazy world we're in right now. We're t- picked by one kid up from the airport today, and that's what we're talking about. I just can't believe this this just bizarro world we live in right now it's so weird it's bizarre because you're picking your kid up from the airport they're still supposed to be <laughs> small we're not supposed to be this old that's true yeah true, true. all right all right we're running we're running a little long and then, like i said i wanted to say a little thing about our sponsors but i wish i did but let's also talk about these people right here 
the Patreons on Patreon. And I still haven't put the link on here. If you want to sponsor us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash phpugly. Pretty simple. I think we have sponsor levels. Matter of fact, I guess I can... Well, I'm sharing that already. I can't share the website as well, but I'll pull it up just to double check. But I think it's we have like a, starting at $1. Yeah, a dollar. Oh, that was not even right. I, I went to... Uh, we really, we really do need to change our lowest tier from from made me chuckle to made me depressed. That's hurtful. Why do you say that? So that people don't choose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make them make them choose the higher tier. It's marketing, damn it! it, it we we've talked about it before. It, it's really we put up the Patreon not as a joke, but as a you know. Everybody else was doing it at the time. But really, if it wasn't for Patreon, we would have stopped this at episode 100. Yeah, it's totally for sure. Y'all's fault now. You should yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, the, the blame is squarely on the listeners. <laughs> you guys just stop listening. We we probably just talk more because it we, we, wouldn't be so much. We need to change. We need to change the one dollar just because of inflation. That isn't that supposed to be like seven dollars now? I know, right? We really should. We should. I, I keep forgetting about this. That's like I I keep forgetting we have a website. That's what I went to earlier. Do you know we have a website? Yeah. Yeah. Where you can go and you can you can subscribe to the audio podcast, but more importantly, you can uh, get all the show notes, which we list all the. Uh, Patreon um, supporters, and so is that why we've been getting yeah, so many emails? Like, take me off your website, uh, yeah. <laughs> CCPA. <laughs> I, just, I just ignore them, John. You, you can delete them. There's this delete key you can use, but yeah, I forget we have a website every now and then. It's good to know. You know, I should read. I should read through this. Speaking of our listeners, our Discord has a gaming channel that do we. Is- Discussed the the PHP Ugly Chess Tournament that starts next Tuesday. What is with John and I? Even John John started a chess game with me last week, and I think I've made like three or four moves. <laughs> there's a there's a just, weird amount of controversy in chess right now. I sit there. I, I I don't know how you haven't resigned yet, John, because I sit there and I I look at the board for like a day and a half before I finally move. Like I start moving stuff around and it's because uh, I, I, so I normally play 10 minute games when I play it's, I start mm-hmm. it. I, I play through, I'm done, but all the other games, I've got a bunch of these five day games. And it's like, I, I'm not waiting for it's or I'm waiting, but I'm not like going and looking at the boredom. It's like, as soon as a move is made, I get notified and then I make my move. Yeah, I'm realizing I don't like this. I mean, I thought I would, and yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I haven't played more people because I don't know how to play. So it's like I can't ask questions. Like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, okay, I know I can move the piece this way, and I try to figure out what everybody else is doing, but I, I don't understand like the logic and stuff behind it. So like the one time you and I actually played like with a real board, it was fun because I, I could ask you questions. I'm like, what about this? What about this? What, you know, th- mm. 
this is like it's very very intimidating because I'm just like st- I'm staring at the screen like uh, so, so I don't know. Ha- where I got started was that ten the the ten minute rapid so it's blitz is crazy fast you you have to make moves too fast ten minutes you can play a game within twenty minutes and then you're just gonna learn more from that play the game play however you play and then at the end it'll tell you where you really made mistakes. And you just learn oh, from it. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, you go through the analysis par- portion of it. And you're like, oh, and you can start to see patterns. So the more you play, the more patterns you see. And then you will slowly get better. I didn't realize it, it. So you're the first game I've played on chess.com. So I didn't realize you had an opportunity to get it like analyzed afterwards. Right. So So play that. Play the 10-minute version and just you know just play a bunch of them play when you have time when you have just a few minutes to sit around just start a game play it check it out i have i have lost oh, every that game would I be the other reason time. Really? that is not possible maybe you and i should play tom it's three you, games it'll, it'll help you boost your self esteem it was three games with john and oh, I got so only- <laughs> roundly defeated. Well, John, we John's I've been playing for a lot longer. So. Yeah, not a lot longer. Yeah, no. I've, I've only been playing for a couple of years, but I've been still. I've been Tom. Playing you and I should lot. play. Do, do you know how to play, Tom? I mean, are yeah. you like you know all the moves and stuff? See, I don't even know all the moves. Like, yeah, the, the horse I still can don't make understand L shapes. Could, can somebody explain to me, like, how do you know what side the king and what side the queen goes on? Because that that messes me up. Every the king day. is always on his color. Mm-hmm. The king is always on his color. Okay, that's good to know. See, maybe so I won't forget the, that. The now. pieces <laughs> always line up across from each other. So kings are always across from kings. Right. That's my thing. It's like I don't understand. Like, is like, does the white white king go in the right and the and the black king but you're on not, the left, or is it the other way? But when you're playing on on chess.com or any other site, you're not setting it up anyway. So what is that matter. It matters because you need to understand the game. If I don't even understand the freaking pieces, John, what are, what are my chances of understanding the strategies behind it? I mean, for, that's like not understanding how to run bases in baseball. What's it matter? If you strike out all the time, you don't need to know where the bases are. <laughs> it matters, John. You need to know the fundamentals. Uh, I've given you, I've given you the advice. Go Go just play this because the nice part is you start out at a at a low rating as it is. If you're losing, you're gonna play people that are a little worse than you, but you really want to play people better than you, right? So you're gonna start out, you're gonna analyze your game, Ooh. and you're gonna get better. I'm I'm a, so Sarah, so I'm Sarah a child beater. I want to play people much worse color. than me. <laughs> so you guys are already messing me up. Is it the king or the queen that's on their color? I always just when I when I need to set the board up, I go check it out. I I always get it backwards. A little help to me. What does it matter? <sighs> king, Eric, the king goes right. Queen PC. goes. Queen goes on her color. Queen goes on her color. Sarah, whether or not I actually have a good grasp on PHP is also kind of up for debate. So you're not really making a point there. I'm sorry, but appreciate. Yeah. Appreciate how long it. has this event sourcing project been going? 
Oh, we've well, I've been done with the event sourcing piece for a while. We're, we're just kind of tying everything together. Right. Sevi, yes, Gotham is the one guy I watch. Yeah, and we were so we when we gave them their the estimate, it was right around now, mid mid October. I guess we're late yeah. October now. Uh, we're starting to do the demos for them. We've been giving them videos as things have progressed, so it's not like a shock. Yeah, and like I, I'm just I'm just adding a little sugar to the front end to make it look a little more appealing. Uh, we did we did kind of run into a couple of a uh, couple issues today. We discovered that I, I really need to get fixed before we could ever go live. But uh, I'm really happy where it's at. I mean. There's a lot that needs to still be done. Like I said, a lot of error handling that needs to be done. A lot of kind of going back and looking at <clears throat> some of the finer green things that really should be addressed. But it's like I said, it's four four different services or four different servers talking to one backend. Well, I guess technically two backends if you think about it. Uh, and then a uh, payment process. I mean, I'm really happy with how well everything's coming together. It's just a matter of if it's going to scale the way we, we need it to scale, which is going to be the big question. I feel like it will. And we, I, I feel like we have headroom to make improvements if we need it to scale. Need, need it to yeah, scale because it's, it's not going to take off where it's, it's not going to be crazy used at first. Right, it's going to be and, tested. I mean, there's already It'll all, be all these places where I'm, I'm saying, "Oh, we can." I mean, I was thinking about today. I, I've already identified somewhere where we could use something like CouchDB, a document store, uh, for a piece of it that basically needs to be. I mean, the data kind of needs to live on all the servers, and I'm like, well, maybe we should just like have a document store that's sneaking all this stuff instead of trying to replicate it and. Which we're not replicating it now. Right now we have a we have a we have a source of truth that is an API call to it, but it's 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 this one thing that's like okay, this really should be on the other servers as well. But we can talk about that later if you're interested. But yeah, there's a lot of things we could do to to improve. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I want to, I, I'm hoping to see this this one get out the door. We started a similar project, a similar greenfield project that got way way more complex i mean so so complex and we were i felt we were delivering on it and it like it didn't matter how much we delivered on it the uh project owner just kept wanting to make it more complex and kept wanting to hit all these like really bizarre edge cases that he you know just kept pushing the envelope on it and it's like it didn't matter how much we coded it wasn't enough. Oh, well, you know, you, we still have to think about this one case. It's like, oh, my gosh, dude, we need to get something done and, so that we can start working on this stuff. Yeah, and it sucks when that person is <laughs> in the position they're in. Yeah. yeah when, they're, but, when they're powerful people, it's hard. Yeah, so we, they are not involved in this project, and we're trying to impress upon them the, the whole – MVP, get something out that people can start using, iterate from there. Don't try to solve every problem up front. You know, get something that people can use and then solve the problems that they have versus you trying to invent problems that may possibly be there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping to see that. I'm hoping this one gets out the door I, I, on on some level. I don't think 
I don't think it'll be this year. I, I know they, they really want it to be this year. I think we're still missing some pretty big pieces that they know we're missing. We've talked about this. I, but I they, just don't think they, they said they don't need them. We've brought it up and they've said we don't we don't need that's it. That's right my now. thing is I don't think they're comprehending how big of a piece it is. So so I don't know. Maybe See, I, maybe not. I have a little I have a little trick up my sleeve for my current project. Uh, our deadline for it is like I said, January first. We've got clients lining up to use it, so they're ready That's like awesome. day one, hit the ground. So they're they're well, the, the, this is a greenfield app. So they they don't even know how functional it's going to be, and they're lining up to use it. Huh? Uh, it is That's pretty awesome. It is a greenfield code replacing a legacy functionality. Oh, okay, all right. So it's like. 2.0 of something. Yeah. Um, so, but my trick is, hey, you know, they're lining up to use it, but that means we don't have to have billing done until February 1st. <laughs> so our, yeah, we've done, we've, we've gone down that road before. <laughs> yeah. Our, our real deadline is just basic functionality. January 1st, we're going to trick them think they've got a complete system but uh it's 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 gonna be a killer it's gonna be a tough one yeah look forward to hearing about the progress as you get going along yeah a lot of uh laravel style coding not actual laravel components but laravel style components (laughs) sounds like a a presentation that should be made at a conference that's going to be held in May in Chicago. Well, I have to be sponsored to go. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point. You submit a talk. We accept personal checks. <laughs> you, you, well, that too, but you submit a presentation idea. If we like it and accept it, eh, you get to go. It's the way, that's true. the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. So if I want a free ticket, I just have to provide a valuable service. Yeah, so it's not free. You're working for it. Gotcha. But I do get dinner the first night. I don't know. What do you mean the first night? You, get- you don't have a speaker's dinner? All right, I'm not going. No, I don't. I didn't say that. I didn't know it was the first night. I don't know what night it will be yet. We may make everyone wait till the end just so we know that they're there. Speaker right. speaker yeah. dinners at the very end, so that you have to that stay. Wouldn't, wouldn't be a dick move at all. <laughs> how many how many speakers who were at Wave PHP were there on the last day? I don't know. We we did it the first day. We know how we know how to throw a conference. Leave us alone. I, I think a lot of them hung around. It's was San Diego at the time for Grand Island. Exactly. It was amazing. It was beautiful. There's one one person we asked to leave, but that that's a whole other story. <laughs> oh, I don't want. I hope that doesn't happen again. That sucks. Oh, I that yeah. Speaking of you not talking to me, John, I sent you a link about a topic that came up in the PHP Architect Discord. So you did. If you were to join, if you were to subscribe to PHP Arc. Don't look at that. There's one. a couple of benefits that come along with it. So I got, I got, I got in my uh, my print copy. Look at the quality of this magazine. This is this is high tech quality here. This is good stuff. Yeah, I'm stressed. I'm stressed about that one. We won't talk about the not issues only, I've already found in it. 
do you get shh we're live we're streaming not only do you get access to our full back catalog from the beginning of time of php architect but you also get into the php architect discord and yes there was a little conversation going on in there and i shared you a link and said hey what do you think about this you did where nothing back you did not slack i'm looking at you did you did not what you're gonna have to point this out to you're gonna have to point this out to me because I don't see a link to that at all. I'm looking at it right now. Yesterday, yesterday at twelve fifty three. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anyways, I will possibly maybe not check I mean, that out. I'll, I'll I'll talk about it. Uh, so so in in the PHP architect, I'm I, I'm actually trying to find it because of course it won't open up and yeah, here it is. Uh, no, that's not it. Uh, of course, it, it won't open up in Discord. It must be logged back in on in the website. No, mine takes me to like, the Discord app. It just never takes me directly to the spot, so I get confused. Oh, oh the, are you talking about the public health pledge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, it? I did see that. I got it. I got it right here, actually. Yeah, this public health pledge. Here, let me, let me see. So, first thing... I, I was curious if this was from the PHP community because it's called PHP Ledge. I, is, I, I'll have to find it on Twitter. I saw the person that posted it. I started following them, and I don't remember who it was. Yeah, so it's a public health pledge that I need to take some time and read through. So we were asked if we were going to sign and adhere to the public health pledge. And, I mean, on the surface, I'm don't really particularly have an issue with it. It's, well, it's, it's hard. Names on here. I love yeah. signing things. It's hard because how can you require, like, not how can you? One of the things is we would require vaccines, including boosters, require negative test results. Right. Well, I think this is more of an individual. So this is saying, hey, I'm not going to attend. attend uh, no, I, I don't, don't do this. I don't think so because they're, if you read through this, they're referencing like back in early 2010 when every conference started, except started implementing a code of conduct. That is mm-hmm. on the conference side, not on the individual side. That's true. Yeah. So this this, this would this, be this would be this is tied to that somehow, right? This like would be people. This would be PHP Tech saying, you know, we are following the public health pledge. And there are certain things like I would love to to do that. I don't. We we need to we need to discuss it. Do we require vaccines and boosters? And do we require people to take tests before they show up? I think it's a great idea. Uh, Requiring tests means you have to provide the tests. No, it doesn't. Doesn't Kind of does. I have a. Again, my my one kid who's in, uh, doing it, you know, does the social services stuff, goes to a lot of conferences. I, I need to talk to them about it and see how they're handling it. Um, they're very health conscious, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a hard one. If 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 these are rules that we're going to say everybody has to adhere to. Yeah. There's a there's a trick around my office right now where you can tell who's going on vacation next week because they're wearing a mask everywhere they go. They're not 
they're not messing around with their vacation time. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, sounds about right. I've I've tested every day this week. <clears throat> it's been uh, an annoying delay to my morning, but keeps everyone safe. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't keep anybody safe. It just lets you know whether or not you have it or not. Keep What keeps people safe is you putting on a mask. Well, no. I mean, it keeps people like, safe because if you have it, you don't go to the office. Ideally, yeah. We have a form to fill out and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we, we can talk about it more, John. I mean, that, that's why I sent it to you in Slack because I was hoping to start a conversation, but then I remember you, you just ignore me all week, so... Yep. I have to talk to you on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, he won't even to stop to by me. your house when he drives by. I hear him speed up as he as he comes <laughs> in my neighborhood. He's like, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on my way to to lunch. I got to go fly. I can't stop and talk to you. Oh, congratulations on that, by the way. Hey, thanks. What are we congratulating you on? Uh, four hundred flights. No, I I'm, I hit ninety flights. The other day, that is the minimum minimum requirement to get your P three uh, certification. I'm not in any P three class. I don't want to pay for it right now, but it's just it's a milestone. It's like with that, I still need more hours. Yeah. I personally want to be better at my landings. He, he <laughs> unlocked important. he unlocked the uh, kite head badge. The, the, so, oh, that reminds on, me. Hold on, keep talking, John. Keep on, talking. I got on, something for you. On my ninetieth launch, I didn't know it was my ninetieth at the time, but it turns out it was. I'm coming into land, and you always want to land into wind. There's no, that's just the way it is. But the way the wind was coming in, I have a short uh, spot to land. Otherwise, I land in the parking lot. So I was coming into land, and. I felt I was going to overrun, so I turned into the normal direction of the wind. As I turn, I look, and the windsock switched from pointing directly at me to pointing the direction I just turned. So now I'm landing downwind. Luckily, I knew it was a very slow, like, soft wind. It wasn't crazy. But there's two people on the ground that were also, that had just landed. And I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt. So I land downwind. Everything was fine. I mean, I did land. I couldn't run fast enough, so I did fall forward. But I get back. I'm like, did you hear my proclamation in there? And they're like, yeah, we're just happy you stood up <laughs> afterwards. Now, this is this is the land of the jumping Choya cactus, where if you think about being close to it, it jumps into your skin. <laughs> I love that that's where you're landing. It would turn out to be fine. It was just funny. I probably crash. I probably, when I look back, I possibly could have made the 180, but it was close to being a bad idea. So I just went with it. It happens. Not a big deal. Well, as always, you've been listening to Paratalk. We see that's one reason for us to change the time of the show. There is paragliding talk that happens the same time as we're recording this, and I miss out on that. It. Is that is the so so reason. so so your excuse is to change our time? 
Well, technically, not, not to technically, tell them to change theirs. Technically, they start at eight o'clock, and they have way more advertisers than we have. <laughs> technically, I don't okay. give a shit. So what? So what we need to do is we need to start courting the the paragliding market for advertisers. There you go. Yeah. Also, right. if, you, if if you work for a company that wants to sponsor tech, reach out to John and I. What are those emails? How does one reach out to? That, a, a let's say an Eric at DiegoDev.com. PHPArch.com. Is Eric at we are officially PHPArch.com now. We switched over our Google app to <laughs> PHPArch.com being our primary domain. So you you do you do remember when you bought PHP Architect and I had casually suggested you were going to become PHPArchitect.com developers. The, the Diego, Diego Dev was you were you were you were purchasing uh, the title. And everything was going to eventually change over to be P- no. We we're PHP Architect. We uh, Diego Dev never heard of him. I don't remember that at all. But that was kind of always in the back of our minds when we yeah we've been about talking it. about it from from the beginning. <laughs> but but I, I know Tom, you like to take take credit for everybody else. So uh, sure, yeah yeah, you're one hundred percent right. This is all your idea. I'm sorry, I forgot how incredibly intelligent you are. Hey, one of us is in Silicon Valley. <laughs> yep, that is true. When do you fly home? <laughs> it's Saturday. Why was that funny? <laughs> just a serious question. When do you fly home? Yeah. I'm sure your family misses you. The dog misses me. He he hears me on the speakerphone and starts whining. <laughs> wife and kids don't though. Stay as long as you the want. Wife, the wife You're fine. The kids, the kids are fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a podcast to edit and get out because I found out that we have listeners who enjoy listening to our podcast on their drive to work Friday morning. So I do not want to disappoint them. I'm going to wrap up this episode 309 is in the books. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. ugly. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, 
I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying, it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.